coming to you live from inside of our toilet paper fort. That's right. We're the assholes who bought all the toilet paper from your Walmart. <laughs> Are you kidding? We don't have that kind of money. No, we're down to four rolls of toilet paper. Please, who has the toilet paper? Tell me. I need toilet paper. <laughs> it's so funny. It's, it's so weird that that's what civilizations boil down to. Just yeah. Like, if I can't wipe my ass comfortably... We're we're going to have troubles, friend. If I don't get the quilted northern toilet paper, I will burn Utica to the ground. <laughs> uh, and once again, King of, King of the Hill it prophesized. Oh, yes. Because Bobby was freaking out about toilet paper. That's 300 sheets of quilted aloe vera. <laughs> Welcome back to Cash Grad Cinema. I'm Rachel. Joined hey. by Josh. Hi, it's me, Josh. Where's Trey, you ask? Well, social distancing. He's safely sequestered in his home doing whatever cool trays do. I don't know. Trey, let He's us know. He's in some sort of underground bunker or lair, probably with that demon dude from Polar Bear King. I asked <laughs> if we could join him, and he was like, who are you? Um, <laughs> it didn't hurt as much as I thought it would. Trey, it's us. <laughs> From the podcast show? (laughs) He's definitely never coming back. I mean, the selfish part of me is just like, why now? I just remodeled the studio. (laughs) It's true. It looks fantastic. We've never looked more profesh. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Well, they're they're with the profesh no feeling this studio gave us. I'm just going to take this down while we're talking. Yeah, that's good. If you want to see it, follow us on Instagram at Cash Grab Cinema. You know, we're all doing nothing else, so check it out. But in between re-watching The Office for the fifth time, whatever you're doing, we're not here to judge you. <laughs> it's just part of your journey. Yeah. Yeah. The Office is very good uh, comfort television. Also, I've been I've been watching a lot of Community. Been rewatching Community. Word. Lately, as as a sort of comfort. I don't know. There's something weird, weirdly okay. Even the last season? No, um, no, no. It's got tons and tons of problems, but it's something about like that time mm-hmm. in American history where it's it's post nine eleven and it's around the time of the the economic you had to recession. Bring it down to nine eleven. Gosh, Josh. I'm sorry. No, but that's what ha- you know. Nine eleven happened, and then there was the the recession that happened, the housing market thing. And yeah, as millennials, we don't have a lot to look forward to, and because we when you look back, just like. What are our golden memories? Well, 9-11. Right. <laughs> uh, the war in Iraq. hmm The Pope's death. Saddam's hanging. Recession. COVID-19. So who cares if and, we don't want to eat at Applebee's? Stop blaming us for everything. And at some point, Jersey Shore happened in, in the middle of all of that. I'm not saying it's connected. I'm not saying they're to blame. I'm just saying... You know, explain yourselves, Jersey Shore members. I don't know any of your names except for Snooky. Explain yourselves. Jim Tan Laundry. What does that even mean? Where there's spray tan, there's fire. And (laughs) (laughs) let's get to the bottom of this. We're gonna crack. We're gonna crack this bad boy right open. (laughs) Yeah. So sadly, Trey can't join us. We're gonna try to figure it out how we can remotely do it with him. Zoom, I don't know. I feel like Zoom's the only people really cashing in in this moment. Like, <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. Or FaceTime or something like that. Something yeah. where we could see his face because, you know. 
His sweet, sweet, beautiful face. When you're pie, when, when you're when you're talking with with Trey, you you really need to see how how intense his look of disgust at right. whatever's going on You just want to see what, what the eyebrows are doing. Mm-hmm. It's the window to his soul. <laughs> yeah. And I need to see that. Also, what pants he's rocking. I'm just curious. Yeah, there's no way to be, you know, uh, fashion forward without, you know. Without Trey. W- without Trey. Without You're wearing help. sweatpants. I mean, <laughs> and a sweatshirt. Like, doubling down on this. <laughs> the next step is like a velour tracksuit. I feel like that's the day. like like it's comfortable, but it's okay for stepping out. Yeah, you know? but it's not velvet. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it's <laughs> yeah. It's velveteen. <laughs> Gentlemen must learn the difference. Josh never did. <laughs> so I mean, a lot has happened since our last podcast. A lot. Yeah. And the world has gone crazy. So let's like bring it down to a non-crazy place. So the reason it's been a while, besides all this new world stuff we got to figure out, I went to a film festival. Woo! Yeah. Mm. Yes, she did. Mm. I stayed at home. Yeah, you did. I was just, I was, I was Go prepping for the- Go make me a sandwich. <laughs> I was prepping for the corona times. <laughs> Josh has been prepping for corona times since he was seven. That's true. I am like, you know- uh, psychologically ready for um, isolation and social distancing. Everybody else calls it social distancing. Josh calls it yes. <laughs> I call it Tuesday. So I went to the Women in Horror Film Festival. That's in Atlanta. And mm-hmm. it was pretty awesome. Yeah, do tell, m'lady. Well, it was a three or a four day? Three. Or, I don't know. It's like three and a half. It yeah. was almost like, you know, six days, seven nights with uh Well, here, that, get, <laughs> my, get my pass down up there, and I can look at the back and tell you for sure. Oh, your your press pass? That's right, I my feel, press pass. Wow, I feel like... We've made it. This <laughs> podcast has made it. Uh, sadly, you guys couldn't come, but you know what? They listened to it probably, and they're like, not those guys. <laughs> three days. It was... Thursday, Friday, Saturday, um, in late February. Yep. And then just everything unraveled from there. So yeah. sadly, I haven't been able to talk about it since. But it was awesome. When the world patches itself back together one day, totally go check out Women in Horror Film Festival. It's so fun. You will not regret it. They really put on a cool indie film festival. It's really small. It... Didn't have a ton of films, but what it did, what it lacked in numbers, it made up for in Black Lake. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Just set the scene for me because uh, um, I just want to know, like, how sort of fancy spancy this film festival was. What kind of whores dwarfs did they have at the tables? <laughs> <laughs> well, they had popcorn you could buy. Oh, okay. See, All right. But see, it's not really like that. It's more like scrapping. You scrapping around. Like, have you ever worked on an indie <laughs> film? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh-huh. you know, craft services table is made up of bologna and a bottle of water they found. <laughs> like, but you're having a good time making it. Sure. So it's like that. Yeah. You're having a great time. If you're expecting something super fancy, keep walking. But if you want to have a good time with people who genuinely want to make movies, this is for you. So we get there on Thursday. We watch a couple of shorts. Uh, I went with a friend of mine. 
And then on Friday, it was all shorts, and then they showed the first feature. And we were like, all right, well, we should probably stay for the feature. Right. That was Black Lake. That was that was absolute serendipity. It was black. It was, <laughs> if you could give a French kiss to a movie, <laughs> I would kiss this movie. <laughs> give me a chef's kiss, Josh. You're really good at this. Mwah. Yeah, yeah. It was chef's kiss. To Black Lake, the feature Molto film. Bella. Okay. You can find them on Instagram uh, if you follow at Black Lake Feature Film. You have to add the words feature film. <laughs> to be fair, Black Lake has been a movie several times. Like They made like a remake of Swamp Thing that was called Black Lake a few years ago. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, and I know that you've said this already, that I'm overselling this movie. Right. And it can't live up to the hype. Yeah, when she came back, or before even coming back, she was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Holy shit, Josh. I I cannot, I literally cannot wait for you to see this. You have to see it. It's amazing. Yeah. There's no way it can't live up to it, honestly. (laughs) It is, and I want to go out and say this right away, in case the people who made that movie listen to this podcast. Mm -hmm. I genuinely like that movie. Yeah. To answer the question, it is not a cash grab. They were, they really tried to make a quality piece of art. Yeah, it's it's a it's a passion project. Yes, clearly. And no matter what I say from this point on, you should. I think you should buy it. You should watch it. You should give them money. Like, it's great. You should support support that work and at encourage Black Lake more feature of it. film. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is the most. Neil Breen thing I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> it Neil Breen wishes. You know what I mean? <laughs> Neil Breen wishes. I actually at one point looked up how long a feature film was. Yeah. Just to know when it would be over. And I don't want you to think I didn't like it. But I was <laughs> dying. <laughs> because it's a it was their premiere. So they're there. Right. On, yeah, they're in the room. That's yes. Okay, yeah. So imagine Neil Breen in the room with you, and you're trying to laugh, and or I mean not laugh, right? at like Twisted Fate or whatever. Mm-hmm. Twisted Pair? Twisted Pair, yeah. yeah. Well, the, the first uh, tip-off is the, the Instagram handle, the, the Black Lake feature film. <laughs> you know, just like, you know, it, it almost you could hear Neil Breen's voice saying it, you know? Yeah. I mean? This is a legitimate feature film. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's not actually... a midnight movie. <laughs> it, it was amazing. So I don't want to give too much away, but it's about a haunted scarf. <laughs> <laughs> and I am there with my friend. She is sitting next to me, and I like I'm literally dying. I am dying, and she just ever so gently squeaks over in her chair and goes, "Look out! The scarf has a knife." <laughs> I almost peed myself trying not to laugh. It's amazing. Uh, mm. It's ama- I'm buying everyone I know a red scarf for Christmas, <laughs> and this and this Blu-ray. <laughs> On Blu-ray, like yes, I want it so bad. Josh can tell you that I've... 4K transfer is really worth it, though. Oh yes, yeah. it is. I mean, there's no special features on it whatsoever. <laughs> The movie is, 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 is itself, own. it's its own special feature. How dare you ask for it's more? It's such a gift to the world yeah. that by adding special features, you're actually devaluing how amazing <laughs> Thank this film you. is. Yeah. Thank you. See, I can I feel you finally getting on board with this. Mm-hmm. Have you ever watched a movie made up of B-roll? <laughs> I, no, I've you probably will. made some. Oh, you will. 
it's so you know in a movie especially like really like indie movies taking themselves very seriously mm. it takes a bit for the movie to get going there's a lot of like uh, world building where they're not telling you anything they're right. just showing you yes it's a whole lot of yes I, I understand what you're saying like yeah. um World building. Like, you, yeah. you're getting sort of a sense of the environment. 35 minutes. <laughs> 35 minutes. I timed it. I kept looking. I was like, surely, surely someone's going to say something. Yeah. It was 35 minutes until anyone said anything, and it was, all right then. Mm. Or, no, it was, here we go. And then she ate some cereal. <laughs> like... I don't want to dwell too hard on, like, stay too long on this film because I just don't want you to think I don't like it. I love it. Like, it's amazing. It is amazing. Give them money. Buy this Blu-ray when it comes out. Yes. Like, Netflix, do you hear me? I've seen some of the crap you've put on your stuff. Get this movie. Give them money. Yes. Let them make more. But <laughs> have you ever seen The Ring? Um, yes. Uh, do you remember, like, the creepy hair Yes. Okay, so there's a lot of that in this. Like, she's clearly a fan of either the American ring or the original Japanese. There's a lot of haunted hair, if you will. <laughs> and with Maybe she's a fan of The Simpsons but from the Treehouse of Horror where Homer gets Snake's hair and it infests into his skull and makes him evil. <laughs> Lights out, little dude. No, <laughs> That would have made more sense. (laughs) (laughs) But at one point, I can't really explain to you why or how, but this hair sexually assaults her at some point, our main character. Yeah. And I can't explain how, why, what happened before or what happened after, (laughs) but it happens. Mm -hmm. And there's only one other speaking character, and that other person is... Um, in Pakistan, so you only ever hear them talk to each other over the phone. Interesting. Right, so we so all... So it's a two-hander. <laughs> Good gosh. <laughs> but we all have... Most everybody has smartphones now. Yeah. Um, That's true. What in, else, Rachel? In this film... Tell us about it, the kids. In this film, it sounded like they were talking over a ham radio. <laughs> like, it's the only dialogue between two people. And at one point, I genuinely couldn't understand what the other person was saying. Because it was like... <laughs> like, what's happening? Why would you put that filter over your audio? Like, it's completely un... Like, I can't understand it. That's what they get for getting the, the, the uh, audio engineer from Birdemic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was like that, it's but like the worse, waitress, the waitress. But worse. So this movie was a solid feature. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's a legitimate feature film. Yeah, well, well over the feature film time mark. Oh, yeah. I see it went over. Saying. And then... Do you say it's overstated its welcome, or do you think, do you think all that time is Well, can I tell needed? you the question that I asked the director and the executive producer, because they were both there? Okay, yeah, go ahead. I, I really, like, I actually was thinking about this 15 minutes into the movie, how I could word this without it seeming rude. Mm-hmm. And you, y'all would be proud of me. I really pulled it out on this one. I asked, instead of asking, why is this so long? Mm-hmm. Like, I asked, you know, with, <clears throat> let me put on my best pretentious voice, <clears throat> you know, with the exception of... <laughs> <laughs> Because it sounds fantastic, but you can't pronounce anything, so it's a real hurdle. With the acceptance 
of short films by a mainstream film audience. Why did you feel that this movie needed to be a feature? And she was baffled that I would even begin to ask that question. Sure. She's like, well, it just needed the room. Does that answer your question? Like, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the bad reviews start rolling in on her film. Right. And by rolling in, I mean two. Right. Calm it down. Yeah, yeah. But that two was too many. And so on the director's Facebook page, she talked about me in the sense that she talked about that question. Right. I'm like a celebrity. It was the best thing that's ever happened. Like, yes. You've really you've you've made it, Rachel. You've done yeah. it. When do you think you're gonna get your star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? I don't know, but you know, you know what? Instead of waiting around mm-hmm. for advertising to come to us right. for the podcast, let's just start pimping ourselves. Yeah. So if ever Cash Grab Cinema's formerly Pot Boilers ever gave you a moment of joy. Maybe you could help us hobble through this time. We're at, we are Cash Grab Cinema on Cash App and at Cash Grab Cinema on Venmo. So if you want to donate to the podcast to help us keep going, great. If we ever gave you a smile, we'd love for you to try to help us keep going. And if you can't, that's fabulous too. Keep listening for free. We're never going to be those kind of people who put up a paywall like, you know, those uh, newspapers that are doing it now during this horrible time. They're like, have you heard of that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we'll never be those people. But no. if you want to throw a dollar in. We cannot be shut up. We cannot be silenced. We're going to we're gonna go on. We're going to carry on. Because people need to know about Black Lake. <laughs> <laughs> Shout it from the heavens. But I was actually at Women in Horror to see Backward Creep. Not Backwoods, but Backward Creep. Yeah. Check them out on Instagram and Facebook. That was the short horror film that I was allowed to do, like, be behind the scenes. I didn't do anything on the movie. I was just there behind the scenes. I didn't help in any way, but I didn't hinder them either, so that's really all you need to do. (laughs) That in itself is an accomplishment. Thank you. Well done. But it's... Awesome. Like, it came out great. And that was also their world world premiere, so I was there to see that. I was just so sad for them that Black Lake just overshadowed them so hard. Kidding. (laughs) (laughs) What was the... So, how big was the venue where this was shown? Um, It's in Marietta, Georgia, Mm -hmm. which is right outside of Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And it's like one of those cool old Hollywood movie theaters. I, yeah, so, so it's not huge, but it is like right in the middle of downtown Marietta. So when you went to see Black Lake, how many people do you think were there? Oh my gosh! Screening? Okay, so I feel like a lot. You you ask me the question, I try to get away from it, but I can't. If you ask me about it, I'm going to talk about Black Lake. So, <laughs> so we're at the venue, and I feel like a lot of other people had the same feeling. Like, oh, this is the first feature of the. Oh no, it's. It was on day two, so it was the second feature. But there really wasn't a lot of features. There was only three. So I feel like people were like, okay, I'm going to be here to support this feature. And when we started, I would generously guess like 80 to 100 people were there. Mm -hmm. And then (laughs) at several, several times during the movie, it would black screen for so long. One of them, I almost started clapping because I thought it was over. 
then people were just like, all right. It's like that SpongeBob <laughs> meme. Like, all right, I'm going to get out of here now. <laughs> <laughs> like every time it, the be- black screen went away and the movie kept going, ten more people would leave. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was, it was just long enough of a pause that when something started happening again, they were like, "All right, fuck this, I'm done." <laughs> That's exactly what it was. <laughs> exactly. It, I I don't want to ruin the ending, but you get to the end and you're just like, none of this made sense, and I and this still made the least amount of sense. <laughs> Oh, that's wonderful. Again, best movie I've seen in years. Yeah. Everybody go watch it. Sure. Like, have you ever been given a master class in how not to make a film? I Well, in the past few years, I've become a lot more interested in bad movies. You know, started watching a lot of Red Letter Media and mm-hmm. just getting, it, getting Neil Breen. We all know that I love Neil Breen. So, uh, yes, I think. No, then this, I'm going to answer that question for you. <laughs> You haven't until you've seen Black Lake. Wow. Okay. Well, that's a a bold statement, but um, oh, oh. I mean, like Birdemic, it's where it's Birdemic's it's, amazing, but Black Lake. Birdemic is more competent a movie. Yes, <laughs> I would argue a hundred percent. But I will say, and I hate to bring it back to this because I feel like a lot of people might think like not everything can be like anti women, but I will say, why aren't there any? bad movie female directors. I agree. Like, bad movie male directors, they're, like, lauded in a way. Like, they have their own weird celebrity. Like, people seek them out. But when a woman makes a crappy movie, she's just like, oh, what a loser. We knew you couldn't do it in the first place. Well, maybe it's because so few, uh, there's too few women making, directing movies, Mm -hmm. for one. But then, like, the ones who do, they do a pretty good job. (laughs) Like, in my, that I know of, right? So... You know, Sophie, Penny Marshall, Sophia Coppola. Yeah. You know. So we just need, I don't know her name. I can't, well, I can't remember her name, but the female director of Black Lake. She deserves the same accolades. You think she should get like Neil, Neil Breen. Breen cult status? Like, for sure. Even, even more so. For sure. But I will say, don't go see Black Lake in a movie theater um, because there are parts of it where the light is wrong. It's so wrong that it makes you feel like you're gonna throw up. The light of the the color of the film. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Like. Like it's off. Yes. Like somebody's fiddling with the hue yeah, controls. Yeah. So it's up to eleven, <laughs> and then for some reason it's got like this blue light coming out, mm-hmm. and then there's lights of lots of pulsating. Like there was one part, it's just like thank God I don't have epilepsy. Like it's it feels like you're gonna vomit. That was part of the editing process when I was on mescaline. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I want to pull the curtain back a little bit. And this isn't me telling. She stood in front of the room and told us all this in her quote-unquote acceptance speech because she had a printed-out speech that she was like, this will only take about 20 minutes. Ha, 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 It did. I don't know why it's funny if that's what it really took. But she made Black Lake three times. Right. So she made it the first time, disagreed with the people she made it with, but she paid for everything, so uh-huh. she could do this. She fired all of them and then started over. Mm-hmm. And then didn't like that one, same reason, disagreements, fired all of them. And at this point, my friend who I'm there with, she's like, stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> fired all of them and made it the third time. So my question is, what happened to those other two movies? Because I want to see those. 
<laughs> they're probably going to be like there's going to be a staggered release. Yeah, right? yeah. Once, well, once are... the public really recovers from what they see, that's when you start rolling out like, well, actually, this is get ready for it, a trilogy. Well, see, those are the special features. <laughs> <laughs> but they're actually instead of being titled Black League, they're titled like "Don't Cross Me" <laughs> and things like that. It, it's amazing. Everybody go see it. Everyone go to Women in Horror next year. It's awesome. Yeah. Pro- so, provided that we're we're uh, we're allowed to go outside again. Yeah, I mean, I guess we circled back around. So how are you doing with the quarantine? Let me answer that for you. My man's only been here like two or three days and is wearing his gym jams from morning to night. <laughs> They're comfy. <laughs> They're my lazy pants. <laughs> All right, listen, everyone. Here's some pro tips from Rachel. <coughs> when you're staying at home a lot because you're freelancing and you stay at home a lot, I already have the answers you need for being at home. So here they are. Brush your teeth morning and night. When you get up, change your clothes, even if it's into different comfy clothes. Because mm-hmm. if you don't change your clothes, you're not giving your body the cues it needs that time has changed. And you'll get to the point where you're like some shut-in that doesn't know what day of the week it is. Right. But what if mm-hmm. I'm trying to trick my brain right. into thinking that I'm reliving the same day over and over again, a la Groundhog Day? I feel like you're going to, like, <laughs> that's like asking for a mental breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that I've redone the studio and have these pads, like... At least you have a place to go for when your mental breakdown Exactly. I've got a padded room for sure. Yeah. Um, Speaking of um, very entertaining, uh, poorly made movies, uh, I recently saw, actually we watched this together, um, a a little movie. Oh, the Velocipaster? Velocipaster, yes. Everybody go check it out. It's free on Vudu if you watch some ads, which are kind of lame. But uh, this movie was uh, pretty fantastic. I'm I'm See, I fairly the... certain that it was like it was bad deliberately, though. No, of course it was. Yeah. There was a part where a car exploded, <laughs> and instead of having the car explode, it was just empty on the other There's side a text of the card and, it's... and the text card said, "Enter car explosion here." <laughs> car explosion VFX. Yeah, that's what it said. So, but it was done really, really. It was done badly, very well on I purpose. I still think the first half was funnier. Mm-hmm. It's like they did the first half, and then they were got tired, and <laughs> they were just like, yeah, dinosaur stuff. Uh, uh, I guess I'll keep it going. Yeah. Like, I've already put too much into the. It's like when you're at Vegas, and you've lost so much in the slot machines, you just have to keep playing. Right. Right. What was that movie that the guy made, like, completely on green screen? It was like Kung Fu Cop or... Oh, that was really good. Yeah, it's, I'm a cop. Um, yeah. God damn it. What was that? I don't know. You'll have to look it up. Shoot. Anyway. Well, if it's... you know what it is, let us know in the comments below. <laughs> it's the, probably the most efficient way for us to find out. <laughs> I'm not going to uh, reach your iPhone. It's all the way down on the floor. But I will say, if you like pastiche, if you like things like Sharknado, Snakes on a Plane, stuff mm-hmm. that's bad on purpose, um, it's a lot of fun. It's a very fun movie. It reminded me of a col- movie that you made in college that you showed me. There was a lot of yes. When there was we, a lot of overlap when we first started dating, and you know there should have been a lot of red flags for me when mm-hmm. you showed like how proudly you showed me that film, and I was just like, hmm. Okay. It was 
It was like psychologically preparing you for the night that you would see Black Lake. (laughs) Nothing can prepare you. You think you're prepared, and then it happens to you. Yeah. It's amazing. Stop bringing it up, or else I'll I'll never stop talking about it. (laughs) It's the best thing ever. So what do you think is going to happen world-wise? I think... I don't know. It's yeah, I mean, weird. Yeah, it's a weird world we're living in right now. It is. It's weird to be so like uncertain because it can go. I know it's the weird thing about causality. Like it can, it could go in any twenty five yeah, yeah. legitimately plausible directions, mm-hmm. and you know, out of those twenty two of them are nightmarish hellscapes. Yeah. So you're just <laughs> like, come on, top three. Because the top, the top two aren't that great. They're just like, meh. Yeah, they're just like, well, we have a that's this is a this is a stumbling block for civilization and societies, uh, and we're gonna get through it. Um, but then there's the part that's just like, yeah, but you know, you know how we have all that, you know, history. <laughs> we know how humans behave. Yeah, and, man. And they're kind of crazy. I mean, you keep hearing all these like messed up selfish stories of people stealing to- truckloads of toilet paper. In, what in, what are you doing? In the town close to where we live, someone stole a tractor trailer full of toilet paper. <laughs> Again, I must ask you, what are you doing with the toilet paper? Can you not give everyone else some toilet paper? Is that how selfish we become? Well, I think there's just so many people that are on the edge of their seats and just waiting for a Mad Max scenario to happen. Right. That they they they're just like, oh, well, we're fucking close. So you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna help tip the scale, and we're gonna get some. <laughs> get on the toilet. We're paper. gonna get some critical mass up in this piece, and uh, it's just crazy. So yeah, stop trying to wreck society, toilet paper thieves. Yeah. It's childish. It really is so much childish stuff going on, like that guy. Who bought twenty seven thousand bottles of hand sanitizer mm-hmm. to scalp them, right. and that while justice was served, he like they came and took it all from him. And he's like, "Oh, I'm donating it. Sure, you are." That's like right up there with like, "Well, you're fired. Why well, quit? Well, I quit anyways. You can't fire me because I quit. Ha <laughs> ha! Nailed it. Quit you hand sanitizer. Never even wanted it." <laughs> <laughs> that's the it's the equivalent of like a counterfeiter like counting his money and the feds come in he's just like what no I was giving it to orphans ah, <laughs> ah. that's Johnny Law for you trying to keep you down when you're doing what's right that's exactly what it is <laughs> oh boy well one thing is for certain Cash Cab Cinema is gonna keep on happening and we're maybe gonna... at a more regular schedule now that we're all trapped inside. Don't count on it. Yeah. As soon as we crack this internet thing and figure out how to um, also record Trey's voice along with ours, there's nothing that can stop us. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Not you. Not me. This is bigger than all of us. Yeah. But we need Trey back. I mean, it's clear. <laughs> yeah. This is, yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Like, we're, even our chairs are in different spots. So we had to shifted around because I sounded weird to myself because I'm not in my normal spot. Yeah. Because Trey is normally right here to my right laughing at Josh and he's not here. <laughs> it's exclusively <laughs> at me. He does it 
Whenever Rachel speaks, he just goes completely stone faced. He will not crack a smile. No, he's laughing with me. Oh, at me. Yeah, he's laughing at you. He's laughing with me. Fair enough. I know. Of course it is, because that's what's happening. (laughs) Except, Josh, before you can accept, have you noticed how people are just saying the virus instead of coronavirus or COVID 19? Um, no. But yeah. that goes back to me being distant from people already. Right. It's like Voldemort. Oh, right. The yeah. vi- oh, it's like the virus which shall not be named. Yes! I, I dare not speak its name lest I contract it. <laughs> That's exactly what's happening. I mean, it's some scary stuff, it's dude. It's scary, yeah. I've told my grandma very specifically, stop going out. Stop it. It's weird how I feel like people our age are just constantly telling our parents, stop fucking going to the grocery store. You're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Stay inside. Stay safe. <laughs> What's that thing from Mitchell and Webb? Oh, my God. There's a great there's a great series of sketches from uh, oh, that the Mitchell incident. And, yeah, the, the, that Mitchell and Webb look. It's a, it's a game show that takes place after some sort of, like, fallout type Incident. Yeah, they Some never say change. what it is. They just call it the incident. It's the, the virus. And they're all living underground, and and frequently throughout this game show, there's just in big letters it flashes, "Stay indoors, stay indoors." And um, what a great, great sketch that is. Sadly, sort of. I don't. I mean, I don't think yeah. that's coming true quite yet. A little bit, but seriously, stay indoors. <laughs> stay indoors. Stay indoors. Wash your hands. Stop touching your. We tried faces. to mate, but it didn't work. It was, was too so much sick. sick. Yeah, stay inside, wash your hands, stop touching your beautiful faces, because we want you to keep listening and keep living and having a good life and not going bankrupt trying to, you know, cure yourself from coronavirus. We're having a so-so life. We're not here to tell you that your life is great, but, I mean, at least it could be so-so. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't it be adequate? <laughs> we, we support you. We, that's right. And, you know, I was wildly joking earlier if you do want to support us, if we have ever given you joy, that would be great. We're on Venmo and Cash App. But if you can't, then please don't. Totally. We don't want to be those kind of sellouts. No. We just want to be the delightful sellouts. We just want to mildly sell out because we're, you know, it does cost money and we're having a good time and we're glad that you're listening. So if we could go do more, that would be great. But if we can't... You'll get what you get. When I'm when you, you'll know when I'm a truly disgusting sellout when I go 180 on the Nissan Versa and tell you that it's a good car, which I'll never do. I that's my promise to this audience. I will never praise the Nissan Versa. It is a shit car. But you know, uh, <laughs> Little Caesars Pizza eat the pizza. <laughs> that was Chuck E. Cheese. Damn it! <laughs> Any pizza. It works eat, for every pizza, though. Eat the pizza. It's eat just good pizza. advice. It's good life advice. Yeah. <laughs> eat the pizza. You know that take and bake pizza you can get from Aldi? Eat yeah. the pizza. <laughs>